Okay, with uh, director animator uh, John Vollmer uh, from Indiana, Joy Blue Moon is the short film played at the Experimental Dance Music Film Festival. But John, correct me if I'm wrong, it also played at our, our, at our flagship Wild Sound Festival a few years back, didn't it? Uh, yes, it did. So you got two different types of audience feedback video. You got one within within the yes. cinema, and then you got the one, yes. the, the, the virtual one, I guess, right? Unfortunately, the one in Toronto a couple, three years ago, there was a bad snowstorm that hit right when you, your festival was opening. Okay. And so the audience was very small, uh, no fault of your own. And uh, so that was a little limited. Gotcha. I remember that. That's like one of the rare situations, but it was still a pretty cool crowd. I remember I thought that, that they had some good things to say, but I guess it's nothing like the one you just received though, I guess, right? That's true. But yeah, the ones at the, uh, the last festival, yeah, the people were very nice and made some very good observations. As did these. All right. So tell me about the seed of this idea. So are you a professional animator yourself? Oh, no, no. I hired a crew led by Rex McDonald called Perspectex in, in uh, Utah. Okay. And they're the ones who put it together. I just come up with the ideas. As I said in the Q&A, I have a lot of these. All my life, I have heard music in my head playing over and over the same song over and over. And then an image will appear to me that seems to suit the music. It almost never follows the lyrics. The lyrics might come in a little bit, but it's the music that I'm drawn to. And this has been going on for a very long time. And so I have a lot of these backed up and I picked a, a nice simple one for Rex and his crew. And uh, I was very pleased with what they did and very pleased with your presentation of it, especially this new trailer that you produced. Which I think we, as per this podcast, I think we just finished it today. <laughs> yeah. Yesterday, last night. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. So you're using the Blue Moon song and then yeah. basically it's, uh, it's basically, uh, tell, like, tell people what the, what, the, what the concept of the film is, what, what you wrote. Oh, well, at the beginning, you'll see the electric glow going around the observatories. Yeah. That all comes from the intro that I have for this explains why this is all happening. Um, and the concept is just that the music suggested to me telescopes and observatories, and that's why it is what it is. But if you don't mind, I'd like to explain the intro. Okay. Because that explains why all this is happening, especially the blue glow. Okay. Uh, there's a young woman jogging through a big park and she's jogging underneath this huge spreading oak tree. And as she does, a, a root of the tree deliberately lifts up and trips her. She goes flying and her iPod flies off. And when it hits the ground, there are blue tendrils from all the roots of the tree soaking up all the music. It's a magic tree. And the tree then begins giving them out as gifts to different critters who are suffused by the music, just as the observatories, telescopes, are suffused by the song and, and simply react to it. Gotcha. And then that starts to kind of like the, the, the telescopes are singing, are the ones who are singing, I guess, right? Right. They're all in sync with one another. It's, it's, I, it's magic. That's all I can say. It's magic. So why this song in particular? Uh, just because... It's a very early one that I remember from 
my early listening to rock and roll. And I've always liked it. And I asked my friend Leela what songs she would like to hear most. I have a lot of them, but she, she has gone through a, a lot of them. And she said, do Blue Moon. So I did. And hence the, the story, I guess, right? So what about the, the, it keeps like kind of like, I guess the telescopes keep transitioning to new kind of places where the telescope is, right? Right, kind of right. Swoops in, kind of swoops in with the audience. Like what was the, did right. you have like a certain directorial design that you kind of tell like things were storyboarded with the animators? I went through it with the animators second by second, literally. Okay. There were, were storyboard panels every now and then from one of the animators in New York. But mostly it was just once we got the concept piece finished and we knew what it was supposed to look like, then they were able to just pick it up. And one of the animators in Utah got pictures of the different observatories. The second one is Mount Palomar. Then there's the Arecibo in Puerto Rico, um, Aldershot in England. They're all from all over the world. That was my next question. So these are actual like oh, places, yeah. you didn't make them up. No, that, those are pictures of the actual observatories. And the I'm one sure. in Arecibo is just slightly moving from side to side like this because it's an enormous disc and it's fixed to the ground, so it can't move as much. It's interesting because I'm sure that certain scientists are, are like would, would, would have a, a whole new appreciation to your film by knowing that these things actually exist, I guess, right? I sure hope so. And I hope some of them will see it based on your film festival. So the the so the what about the other the outer space one obviously is still there in outer space? Oh yes, that's the Hubble telescope. Yeah. And it was supposed to have been quit working a few years ago, but it's still operating. It is the greatest scientific advancement, at least in in uh, cosmology, uh, that we've ever made. And now there's a new one that has just joined it the James Webb Telescope that's a million miles out in space and has even much greater resolution. So the Hubble is certainly still in place and still operating. And I think most people might recognize it. And then what are, yeah, I think it's, there's a commonality to it. So what about the stars, the, the three oh, stars in the middle? Yeah, that's just, I just made that up. It's the Orion uh, constellation. And I just wanted the stars to be dancing for no reason at all. And uh, the animators were very good at pulling that off. What about the planets? What planet is that? Planet. Uh, the only planet in it, it, no, there's no planets, just the moon, just the moon itself. The, the, sorry, that's what I, I guess it's a moon, I guess. Sorry yeah. for being non-technical. So it's a moon, that's I a, guess, right? That's the moon. And it turns from blue to gold, just like blue. the song. Just like the song. And then, you, of course, then, you have, then in the end of the film, you have like the montage of all the places that you, you the, we ventured to, I guess, right? Then you, then you end where we start from, I guess, right? Yeah, I'm afraid that that was my idea and it doesn't quite work. I should have stuck with my original idea of just going to different telescopes all around the world, but we were running short on time and we had to find some way to just tie it all together. So that's what we did. It's okay. It isn't quite what I wanted, but it's okay. So what do you, what do you want to do? Like, do you want to do more of these? Is that, what's your game plan? Oh my, yes. I've got enough easily for a, a full length feature film for kids. Oh, wow. I've, I've got written descriptions that I'd like to send out to people 
there's 28 of them. It's, it covers more than an hour and a half worth of film. And I have many, many more in mind, but, uh, well, I don't know how to say this. In my head, there's actually close to 250 of them, but most of them are not usable. Um, there's only 90 to 100 that I think are really worthwhile. So mm -hmm. I'm looking to find someone who could produce this and find the animators who would like the idea and could do it. But of course that would take millions of dollars. So this is a long shot. I'm just trying to get my foot in the door with the, with the, this animation. And also my computer guy, Bill, is gonna be linking to the Blue Moon site for story reels that I had put together. Story okay. reels are like, they're like expanded storyboards with the music and it includes the intro so that you can see what's happening, which I just described. So, so where could people find that? Bill is going to be putting it on the site, linking to the Blue Moon site. He'll, he'll put in a link very soon. And it has four songs that are completely unrelated to one another. They're just the images that I see in my head. And so this was, uh, so basically, well, like, is, 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 is like he's, where is he putting on your YouTube channel or? Yeah, it'll be linked to the Blue Moon channel. There'll be a link put in there, just like there's a link to your audience reaction. There'll be on a the, link on the to YouTube my channel. Course. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. So you're just kind of creating everything kind of right now, I guess, right? Yeah, I've been on this for years, but I could only afford to have one made. So I'm trying to attra attract attention. I'm hoping someone will say, well, do you have more? And then I could send them the written descriptions and see if they find them interesting. Gotcha. Well, good luck with that. So you're you're based in Indiana, correct? You're Bloomington, Indiana, right. Indiana University? Right. Yeah. Did you like, did you attend a school? Or did you were a faculty member at the school? Like what brings you there? Um, I studied more than one Thing. I'm interested in everything, but uh, my work right now is as an English editor of medical journals, semi-retired, and uh, my background with IU is mostly focused, therefore, on English, and I worked for the IU Press as a copy editor before getting the work I have now. I'm, I'm under contract to John Wiley and Sons as a freelancer. Gotcha. So, the, so you're kind of a, an editor by trade, I guess, right? Right. That's it. Yep. So you've been doing this your whole life. And then what you've all, but you always wanted to make movies. Is that what, like, when, what kind of like transitioned you to this? Yeah. It's just that Matthew in seeing them in my head for so long, I found that they just give, give me great joy. And I wanted to see if I could do something to try and share that. So the, 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 it's almost like it's sort of like you've had this thing, like the way you describe it, it's like this yep. has been in your brain, in your imagination for like decades. Decades is right. And there's something interesting, Matthew. I have noticed over the years that I'll bring one back to mind and it will have changed on its own. They evolve on their own. And I don't understand this. It's something in my subconscious saying, We'll try this or try that or whatever. But the, like I say, they give me such joy. 
And I hope other people, well, I've, I've gotten a lot of really good reaction. Let's say that. My friends in particular just love them. Hence the title of your, of the, of the, of the film, like joy explanation mark, like they give you joy, I guess, right? Yeah. The, the, the title <laughs> of the full film would just be joy exclamation point. And this so, is joy subtitle blue moon. So ideally you want it to be joy, something else, like another song, joy, like, right. like, like a franchise. Uh, Right, like uh, Running Down a Dream will be the first one by Tom Petty. And then Her Strut by Bob Seeger and so forth. Then at, at the beginning of each segment, there will be the name of the piece and who wrote it. Do you want them to watch the film, like the original right, creators of, like, say, Bloom? I don't know if they're still alive, but the creator, like, like say, the Bob Seeger you just described, like, would you want them to watch the film? Oh, my, yes. In fact, in getting the permissions, we'd undoubtedly almost have to show yeah. him something of what we have in mind to, to get the permission. The permissions are almost automatically granted by whoever owns the music. But we want to make sure that before we go full blown into it, we're hoping we can get in touch with the artist yeah. and get their, get their understanding of it and see if they like it and if they're willing to let us go ahead. So how want... does that work then? Tell me like, so how did you get the rights to Blue Moon? My lawyer looked up who owned the rights. It's owned by Sony and KTEL. He wrote to them. I paid for the permissions. And uh, that, like I say, is pretty much automatic. They have a fixed fee for that. People will often do covers of other people's songs. Yeah. And they just write and get the permission and do the song. Um, but I heard so they can get pretty pricey, though, no? I wouldn't say so. I, I don't want to state the amount, but it was perfectly fine by me. And we're now just looking to get a renewal of the license. Can you, can you like, uh, is it, was it less than 10,000, more than a hundred? You're exactly right. <laughs> okay. Put that zero in between the two and that's what it was. Put the zero in between. And then that's between a hundred and 10,000. What do you okay. get? Oh my God. You know, Sorry. You, I, get a, you get a thousand. Yeah. That's what, that's what it cost. Yeah. Oh, well, to, to each Sony and KTEL. Okay, so two thousand dollars. Right, but the uh, the animation itself was kind of pricey for me, but I yeah. thought it was worth it. Yeah. So this is your dream kind of project, I guess, right? You're exactly right. Yes. So what did you are you so you you said you mentioned one thing that you're not happy with, kind of like things going three sixty. Kind of it does it works for me. It works for most people. It kind of likes begins yeah. where it starts it's like a journey and then it's an emotional journey and then it kind of like it's it, it ends where it begins i guess right yeah and and most people do like it i'm just saying that i was a little disappointed that we, we were running out of time and i had to just wrap it up i would have liked to have gone somewhere else but it's fine the way it is it's just when you reflect on these things after you spent so much time yeah. and effort on them you're trying to make it perfect and you simply can't yeah you know what they say, right? They say you never finish a film, you abandon it. That's, <laughs> yes, exactly. Nobody's ever, nobody's ever made a perfect film. George Lucas no. has tried a hundred times, right? But Right. Well, there was one filmmaker, director from Hungary, I don't remember his name, but he's talking to one of his actors and he's saying, look around this room, all these people, any one of these people can ruin my film. 
<laughs> that's a certain ego right there man yeah, you, you want to be a positive person look at these people around the room look how much they can make my film better exactly that's what it was for me my experience with these animators was absolutely wonderful yeah that's so cool so i wish you the best it's like so you did like so what did you think about uh the finish it off what did you think about the audience like especially the last video did they get your intention what did you what what was, what was your impression of what they had to say about your film? They nailed it perfectly. They understood it and they reacted to it even better than I could have hoped. They were wonderful. There was, what, I think seven of them and they were all just extremely positive. I really liked that. Yeah, well, because it's a, it's a positive experience, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah. And like I say, it's just something I want to share. Let's do it then. Well, I wish you the best with the film. Let's keep in touch. If you make your next film, we'll definitely show it for sure. And hopefully uh, you'll like the, the ball can get rolling on this. I really hope so, Matthew. And thank you so much for talking to me. Thank you. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Shlemiel, Shlemazel, Hasenbemp Incorporated.